0: cabinets and countertops for homes in Minnesota for over 50 years. We still make the cabinets the way my grandpa did when he founded our company. My team of skilled craftsmen pride themselves on attention to detail and making sure every element of your project goes perfectly. Give me a call at 763-753-4002 or visit us online at dannerscabinets.com.
1: He can lift a bus straight over his head. He can fly around the world in seconds and he has the power to regenerate entire limbs.
2: also find Arles Cleveland LTD Certified Public Accountants and Consultants by going to AccountingOffices.net or by simply calling 763-786-0639. That contact information again, Accounting-Offices.net or by simply calling 763-786-0639.
0: The following is a paid program. The views expressed are not necessarily those of the management or ownership of Score North, KSTP AM 1500.
3: The following is a presentation of financial crisis recovery
0: foreclosure,
1: short sales, bankruptcy, credit card debt, job loss, depreciating home values, money management. Peace of mind when it comes to your finances seems completely out of reach under current conditions, but there is a way to achieve it. For the next 60 minutes, you're going to find out how to cover your assets. Cover your assets. Now, here's nationally renowned speaker and expert on getting you on the path to financial strength,
2: Todd Rooker. Welcome, everybody. Good morning to Cover Your Assets, all those Cover Your Assets groupies you are. <laughs> I can only dream, right? I can only dream. Hey, I think we got another uh, decent show here. Uh, the show topic is is uh, spurred by... Uh, a week that uh, caused me to think of some things and then last evening having another one of those conversations with my son and uh, uh not put together until uh until about 30 seconds ago <laughs> but it is the importance of uh of money and finance teaching people money and finance it is the importance of it in a person's life and um And I guess I'll just start with telling you what happened last week and what happens frequently. Uh, I work with a lot of folks, a lot of good business owners, and even a lot of uh, employees, many or some of them at higher levels, uh, vice presidents, um, folks who have uh, scaled maybe the corporate ladder and want to go for something more, uh, even if it may feel out of their wheelhouse. But... Many times I am uh, uh, asked to meet with their children. And you all know that you can say something to your children over and over and over. And then someone else says it to them. And wow, all of a sudden, it's amazing. And you just sit there and go, oh, come on. (laughs) Really? Uh, and, And we all know that, I guess. And so I teach their parents about money, about finance, how to manage money, how to grow, how to make more with what they have. And so often, whether it's graduating from high school, graduating from college, getting married, uh, a gift to them will be they'll pay uh, a retainer for me to go and do essentially the same thing with their kids at an earlier point in their lives. And I am, I'll say again, gratified that they think enough of me to ask me to do that. I I really am. Uh, But it, it is almost always a, a, a point that someone brings up along the way, which is no one or why doesn't anyone teach this stuff in school? Why don't they? Um, you know, uh, the, the importance of these things. And the truth is maybe uh, that either no one told them that this is something they should be interested in along the way. Maybe, 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 uh, and I don't mean school. I mean even mom and dad. Um, Maybe mom and dad's mom and dad didn't tell them that this is money and finance and the importance of making money and then knowing what to do with it. Nobody ever taught them. Now I'll I'll say, good old Robert Kiyosaki and Rich Dad Poor Dad made you know had a billion dollar and true a billion dollar series on what the rich teach their kids that the poor do not. And when we talk about when I say rich, I'm talking about like the like the less than one percenters. So I'm not talking about the top twenty percent. That's there's there's not that many. Most do not. And so the the, the one thing that people will say is nobody ever taught this stuff or nobody ever told me that this is something I should even be interested in. But there's also the point of maybe even if they had or maybe even if somebody tried, they wouldn't have listened anyway. Because at that point in their life, they didn't think that that was important. They believed that it was all about, you know, well, I mean, for sure today, young people, it's all about fulfillment and passion. Yeah, well, you know what I say to that? Screw that crap, because if you don't make any money, being fulfilled and passionate doesn't mean a lot. You're miserable and you're angry, and then you just join the ranks of all these people who uh, wanted to be passionate about something. And then when they got into it over a period of time, be that as it may, they do a great job at it. It's not rewarded monetarily, and consequently, they become another one of those unhappy people in society who's saying that the world doesn't reward the very important work that they do and what a horrible world this is. And I'm telling you, there's a whole lot of people who feel that way. They're involved in things that they think are very important, very important to society, meaningful, that is to say, but they don't pay a lot of money, and it, it bothers them. But, and, and I'm not going to argue with that because in some cases that might actually be true. But here's the point that I'm trying to make. Why did it take them so long to figure that out? Because when you're going to school or when you decide to, to choose a direction, and maybe sometimes the world chooses your direction for you, which that in and of itself could be a show. But when you choose a direction, it's not that hard to figure out what the reasonable income is that you can expect to earn doing that particular path or or, uh, or profession, And, and so that's something that, that, that conversation should have happened before, but were you even open to it? If you're one of the people who says that, were you even open to that? So when they send me their, their, their kids, I'm just going to take you through a quick process and, and show you how, I guess, illuminating it can be for not only the kids, but the parents. And, and I think it's useful, um, so I'll meet with their with their kids and and you know, when they're at any of those, those areas in life, they've not even gotten married yet. they've not even maybe even purchased their first home. Maybe they haven't even financed a car yet. So if I sit down with them, I want to go through a comprehensive spending plan and just say, what, what good is that? Because that's what they say. And here's why, because I'm trying to show them, the cost of what they have in their minds as a reasonable lifestyle. And I'm telling you right now, just a high school kid already has a perception in their minds of what a reasonable lifestyle is. Much of that is gleaned from the home that they live in. Now, maybe they have aspirations to have more than that. Uh, or maybe they're happy with that, but whatever it is, their mind, in their minds, they have a perception of what they think is acceptable, and so when you ask them that, okay, you know, do you ever plan to own your own home? Well, not today. Yeah, yeah, I know, but it's someday. Oh, absolutely. Okay, great, so is that home going to be, you know, I don't know where, you you know, what the home is you grew up in, you know, what's what's that look like, and they'll describe that to me, and I'll say, do you, do you expect that you're going to have a home as nicer, nicer than your, oh, yes, of course, always, everybody believes they can outdo their parents, obviously. right? And so they'll tell me those things. And these are not delusional perceptions of theirs. They are more realistic than you might want to credit them for. And so they'll tell me that. Well, I already know because I do this every day. I know you tell me the square footage. You tell me where you want to live. You tell me what you expect as the features. I can tell you pretty quickly, probably within 20,000 bucks, what I think that house is worth. And I'll be doggone close because it's a part of my life, real estate that is. And so I know what that is. I also know when you break that down, what the mortgage payment is, what the PITI, principal interest taxes and insurance are going to cost on that home as well. Then I'll go on to say, so do you plan to, you know, do this, that, and the other thing? Are you going to, you know, are you going to plant a garden? Are you going to have children? Well, not today. Yeah, but someday are you going to be married? Yeah, probably, I think so. Okay, do you expect to have kids? Yeah, how many? I don't know, two. So, I'll go on and on and on and I'll take these these things that they're giving me that they consider to be very reasonable, very feasible and I'll attach numbers to all of them. Are you going to plant a garden? Are you going to do date night? Are you going to take one annual vacation with your family? And on and on and on because these are all the things folks that you don't think of either. But I do this and I want an entire world One full year in advance. Well, when we get done, I show them the number and they're always blown away. But you know, the portrayal on that is that it's not dissimilar when I show it to you, their parents, how much it is. Because when you do your own uh, controlled spending plan, budget maybe is your word, uh, you put in numbers you wish you were only spending. And you don't want to look at all of those things. Because when we put all that stuff in a whole year in advance, even though it only happens once, twice, four times a year, it a lot of times won't even find its way in there. And just an example is that gifts and special occasions for a family of four, an average family of four is three to $5,000 a year, and I'll bet you you wouldn't even have that in your budget, or you maybe have some stupid number like twenty five, fifty dollars a month built in there. And so I put all these numbers in there. I show them what that number is. They're blown away. And then I take them to all of the income levels for the different professions. And you can go online, folks, and you can find this. And it'll show you all the different prof- uh, professions and what the, we'll call it tenured income is. Meaning that, let's say that you're involved in that profession for seven to ten years and you've attained a level. And, and that level is a reasonable, maybe not top, top, top peak, but a reasonable level. And it'll tell you what the expected income is. After I have taken the, the net pay that it takes to support that lifestyle and then converted it by adding the tax liability that would have to be paid so that we show the gross income that it takes to get that take-home pay, then I take that number and I show them all of the professions that will never support the perceived lifestyle they expected that they would have. And wow, is that amazing. Well, how come nobody does that? Well, it, it, is it is it because because as 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 their parents, you you are angry about it too, and you feel like you don't want to impose that on them at an early age. You know, let them have their dreams, kind of thing. Is that is that what it is? I don't know. I mean, I don't know. But I'll I'll say this, and this is worth knowing too. When you consider where the money comes from, um, when you consider why more of this is not taught i 'm going to tell you that it's it 's not by accident you know there 's a lot of things happening to this country, and I think on either side of the aisle, most people have come to the conclusion that uh, politics is is a lot maybe dirtier than any of us ever thought before. And that and that is on both sides of the aisle. And so we're we're watching these things happen and some of us are scratching their heads and saying, why are they doing this? As though as though it's a mistake. And I'm going to submit to you that more often than not, it is a well crafted plan. And I'm going to tell you that the fact that you're not taught these things in school is more falling in line of that same thing, a well crafted plan. Because the reality is that the, the large organizations, that being the, the government, and remember that the government subsidizes and big business, big corporate business, uh, uh, donates a ton of money to higher education. And those two groups have no interest whatsoever in teaching anybody to become financially independent. And that's important to understand. Uh, it, the more the more dependent you are, and the less independent you are, then the more easily you can be manipulated and managed. And I'm not joking about this. I'm telling you, this is spot on accurate. And you know, when you when you think about what you're really taught, not just by the educational system, but also by society in general, and it is in essence that. Y- it is basically to get on the hamster wheel and walk at a pace, and even if your even if your hamster wheel or treadmill, if you will, is at a higher level, it is to get on and and to go. That's that's and just go 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 until you retire and drift off into the sunset and die. <laughs> it's like the Matrix or something, right? <clears throat> so, you know when you when, when you think about it, whether you're a mechanic. An MBA or a doctor, you're trained to go to work and and most importantly, and pay taxes, right? And become a a functioning member of society. You know, a hamster on a hamster wheel. And again, you are trained to go to work and pay taxes. (laughs) You are not trained to be an independent thinker. You start to conform with the herd mentality, pretty early in your life, and over time, society just seems to, or at least attempts to uh, beat the individual out of every one of us. I love young people because young people uh, are are more likely at any other time of their lives to have grand ideas and aspirations because, frankly, life hasn't had enough time to beat the crap out of them, <laughs> And and they still believe, true or not, that they have unbridled capacity to achieve these dreams. But, you know, you catch up with those people just five years later and no longer do they have these grand ideas. Now they just want to be happy because <laughs> life has beaten them up so badly. Now, we might argue that that's just reality hitting them. But I'm going to tell you that, it's, that it is more a herd mentality. And so we do want to be conscious of that. We really do. And, and do we want to rail against it? Because the reality is the opportunities really are still there, but nobody really teaches us how to think. So if you have been perplexed by this and you've, you've thought about this yourself, not only, you know, if you were not ever shown the way or, or, or taught this or, or maybe just why that is that no one has that's what we're exploring today and and it's worth exploring i think so let's take our first break and we'll come back and talk more about the importance of money and finance and why nobody teaches you this stuff we'll be right back
4: are you looking for a bank that supports entrepreneurs if you're searching for a bank to grow with you and your business i would like to welcome you to our village i am alicia webb president and vice chair of village bank i am also a villager Village Bank is an entrepreneur's bank built by an entrepreneur for entrepreneurs. As a community bank, we are here to help businesses grow and make our community strong. If you want a bank that understands what it takes to build something special and puts relationships first, connect with us. Follow us on Facebook and LinkedIn or visit us online at villagebankonline.bank. Again, that's villagebankonline.bank. It takes a village to accomplish business goals. Be sure to tune in to cover your assets the last Saturday of every month in 2021 to fill your entrepreneurial cup of ambition and start your Saturday off right with your village, Village Bank.
1: Social Security. You've spent your entire working life paying into it. So don't you want to get the most out of it? Jim Baer and his team at J. Allen Financial can show you ways to do that with their free Social Security report. Download your copy today at rhythmofretirement.com slash social security. That's rhythmofretirement.com slash social security.
5: J. Allen Financial offers insurance services, investment advisory services offered only by duly registered individuals through AE Wealth Management, LLC, AEWM, AEWM, and J. Allen Financial are not affiliated companies. J. Allen Financial is not affiliated with or in Endorsed by the U.S. government or governmental agency.
6: Fix Auto has been the collision repair leader in the Twin Cities for over 40 years. Hi, I'm Matt Feehan, second-generation owner. Our mission at Fix Auto is to provide you with the simplest collision repair experience anywhere. If you're in an accident and you need help, my team is here and ready for you. You can find us on the web at fixautousa.com. That's fixautousa.com. We are Fix Auto, home of the wow experience.
1: He can lift a bus straight over his head. He can fly around the world in seconds. And he has the power to regenerate entire limbs. Okay, so Jason Walgrave isn't actually a superhero. But once you visit his website to find out what he knows about real estate, you may start to think he's superhuman. That's because at JasonWalgrave.com, you'll find absolutely anything you need to know about real estate in the Twin Cities. Whether
2: you're looking to buy or sell your home, check out JasonWalgrave.com, the number one place for all your real estate questions. Finding a good banker and CPA are like having a good doctor or mechanic. You cannot fully appreciate the value they represent until you're in a pinch and truly need them. However, that's not the time to go looking for one. Instead, you want to position and strategize well in advance for a favorable outcome. CPA Arlis Cleveland of Arless Cleveland LTD is the CPA firm you've been looking for. As many of you already know, if you're looking for a great CPA, Arliss Cleveland gets my highest endorsement. Arliss Cleveland LTD has now formed a strategic relationship with Village Bank, conveniently located in the Village Bank building, located at 92 You're listening to Cover Your Assets with Todd Rooker. Welcome back, everybody. Again, I think the topic is good. Um, Why doesn't anybody teach you how important money is? How come? Well, you know, there's a reason. Um, And uh, it's a little more insidious, I think, than most people want to give it credit for. And I really do mean that. Um, I really do. Um, But you know for all the proponents or the I, I don't know i guess for all the for all the people who think things like universal income is the way to go and nobody should be allowed to make that much more money than anybody else everybody should should earn about the same amount of money as though that's going to make the world more tranquil you know honestly it doesn't matter um, what is going on? Human beings, or at least I believe most human beings, seek to distinguish themselves. I don't care if it's by having a cleaner garage than the guy next door. I don't care if it means to have a cleaner car or or you know, there's a million things. And and I guess I I so relate to that because I am competitive and my wife is and a lot of the people i know and the, uh, are and we seek to to distinguish ourselves. And so the idea that if everybody makes the same amount of money, that won't happen and then you won't have this insecurity complex, maybe for all the people who are advocates of that because that's really, you know, it's like this thing of of this perfectionism and we need to do away with that. Yeah, give me a break. Love thing, Love people who are perfectionists. I love detailed oriented people. Give me a break. If that makes you insecure, good, good. Do something about it. But the idea that people cannot distinguish themselves as it relates to a career or a uh, you know, profession or, or earning income, that's ridiculous. But the reality is that, I guess, I don't know why, maybe I do, um, so many people have come to the conclusion that that's not a doable thing. It's not doable, to distinguish myself. Life is beating me up and I can't make a lot of money, but I do want to distinguish myself. So here's how I'll do it. I'll just tattoo the crap out of my body. You know, I, I, I see these folks, you know, with, with, with tattoos coming up around their necks and their eyes and all the things that they do. And I'm not even beating somebody up who has tattoos. I'm just telling you, people are doing things to distinguish themselves. And most of the time, it's because they can't do it in other areas so this is their outlet and i just think that's sad i think that young people should be taught from early on that they can in fact distinguish themselves financially that they can succeed and that there is so much opportunity but you know they got to learn this stuff early somebody's got to tell them this um otherwise you know it is that proverbial disease that gets passed on from generation to generation. Whether you like it or not, whether you have these conversations or not, you are in fact having them because they're watching you and they're learning from you. Don't do what I say, do what I do is more likely the case. They don't listen to you, but they watch you. And so you have to be conscious of these things and you have to be conscious of the impact that they have on other people. Um, What I would say is that folks need to spend time working out how they will get paid to create value in people's lives and 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 have those the 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 passion and the fulfillment aspect I, not to do away with that because i'm not saying for one moment don't misunderstand that those things are unimportant i'm not saying that at all i'm just saying bring the financial aspect right up alongside of it and get it give it equal play that's what's missing oh pursue your passion well you're going to make any money well it doesn't matter i i just i it's 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 all about being fulfilled really and you're broke and miserable but you're fulfilled love it you know give me a break put those put those things together and allow those things to make that decision for you. I'm not saying that the financial side is the complete overriding component, but it better be right up there with everything else. Otherwise, you, as I say, just become another angry member of society who doesn't feel like they're being rewarded for the important work that they do. And again, It was probably like that before you ever entered the education or the or the, you know, the the time and occupation to achieve the level that you're at. So, you know, just be aware of that. And that doesn't mean that I'm diminishing the value or significance of self-sufficiency, being able to take care of oneself. I understand that at a at a at a more uh, what a, a more meaningful level. I mean, the bottom line is we want human beings to be able to support themselves. That's that's a given. But there is so, so, so much more than that, isn't there? And so we need to teach that. So, um, and, and actually, I should make a point. The only reason I just said what I just did is because I feel like I have to make allowances and concessions for the way I know a lot of people already feel, you know, um, I came back and said self sufficiency is important because I know that's it's. It, it, I know that's what people are doing. They're they're like you know, um, well, but but, and I I'll give you an example. I listened to a woman at a seminar recently uh, that I had attended, and I and she was talking about the importance of money. Now she was a financial advisor, and uh, she did a fabulous job, by the way, and she was talking about that. So at the break. I'm with a whole bunch of other people walking up to get a cup of coffee. And uh, a guy walks up and says, yeah, what good is money if you don't have your health? <laughs> and I'm like, what the hell is that supposed to mean? <laughs> as, as though you can't have both and you have to pick one. You know, if if you're going to make money, then you're going to be miserable, and you're going to have ho- poor, poor, horrible health. Or if you have health, then you're going to be broke. That's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. But see, that's the kind of nonsense that I'm that I'm talking about. That society throws out money's not important. Why do people say that? It most certainly is. Uh, when when I was young, and my wife had cancer, my little infant baby was was diagnosed with cerebral palsy and i was broke i mean broke we had no money i mean i i remember going to the grocery store with a red face because my 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 heart was beating in my in my chest looking at the cost of groceries and just trying to figure out how i could afford a loaf of bread and a jar of peanut butter to feed my kids try and tell me that money isn't important Try and tell anybody who's in that situation that money isn't important, that love will 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 take care of all. Give me a break. So, you know, we gotta we gotta buck up here and understand. And, you know, I, I think that when people say things like that, it's almost like it's not even them, because they're mimicking what they've heard before and it's them putting this up in front because they feel uncomfortable about their own station in life and so it's the way they deal with it they throw these things out and and this is society distracting you from being uncomfortable with your station in life you know uh i don't know i mean god forbid we don't want to make you feel uncomfortable right (laughs) You might actually you might actually be driven to do more and to succeed i and, and and you you know that I like when that happens because I believe that it does drive you to succeed and and create more so again i 'll say why are you not taught this? And and I'll 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 just bring you back again that the two largest employers in this country are big business and big government, and they're the ones who are subsidizing and funding education. So when you recognize that big business and and the government seek control, then you start to get a sense of this. Um, what and and let me let me say make a point here as well why would why would either one of those entities ever want to teach you as a member of, of of society to become financially independent i just want you to think about that just ponder on that for a moment do you do you believe that their that that their their goals uh their company goals their their political goals are to t- make the population financially independent now, what is financially independent? Maybe we should say that because everybody's seeking to be to retire. Retire is a, retirement's a thing that was created, uh, in the depression where it was like a political talking point. And now we're all conditioned to believe that we're going to work until we retire. I got news for you. I, I, I don't ever want to retire. And I don't want to ride off into the sunset and and, and and give up my job for the younger generation, and then I just slowly drift off into death. Because <laughs> that is exactly what I think about when I think about retirement. And let me, just, let me just tell you, I'm not going. And if I am, it's going to be kicking and screaming every step of the way. What I want people to focus on is creating financial independence. Now, a successful retirement, we will say, is created and attained by virtue of the fact that your investments, your investment assets will create enough income for you to live. And although the cost of living will go up relative to inflationary's Pressure to push up the cost of goods and services. You have enough money that even when that happens, your assets will produce ample income for you to live the rest of your life. That's retirement. So when you get a retirement analysis, that's what they're trying to determine and that's based on you know will interest rates go up will interest rates go down what will you get as a return on investment on the lump sum assets or monies that you have and how long will that reasonably last and then we stress test that with with you know things not going as well as we had anticipated will we still be okay that's that's it that's what retirement analysis is on the whole. Well I say to you seek financial independence. So regardless of age, don't think you've got until age 70 to do this. I want to see you do it in five years. Why do you need to wait to create financial independence where your assets are enough that you could quit working at any time if you want to? Never go back to work again for the rest of your life. And you could do that at age 30, 40, 50, or if you're like most people, never. I want financial independence. That's what I'm looking for. And so... If, if that is what you're seeking, the question again is why would the government or big business ever want you to do that? Think about it. We're going to take another break, and during this time, think about it, and then I'm going to come back and I'm going to give you some answers to it. Let's take a break. We'll be right back. I have trusted attorney Brian Aho for more than 10 years to work closely with me to resolve and eliminate debt for many of my personal and business clients. Aho Law Office is the go-to firm I choose because Brian has always been caring and compassionate with my clients, while tenaciously fighting to retain as much of their assets as possible while quickly eliminating their debt. Brian's extensive experience and knowledge of bankruptcy law and willingness to fight allow him to resolve challenges and cases that many attorneys won't. Don't let other attorneys learn on your dying. Rely on the experience of Aho Law Office to help you achieve relief from your creditors. Competent, compassionate legal advocates providing the clarity to protect tomorrow. For more information, call Brian and his staff at 612-271-4047 or email Brian directly at brian at aholawoffice.com. Again, that number is 612 271
0: Hi, this is Troy Danner of Danner's Cabinet Shop. My family has been building custom cabinets and countertops for homes in Minnesota for over 50 years. We still make the cabinets the way my grandpa did when he founded our company. My team of skilled craftsmen pride themselves on attention to detail and making sure every element of your project goes perfectly. Give me a call at 763-753-4002 or visit us online at dannerscabinets.com.
1: Are you missing anything in your plan? Find out with J. Allen Financial's Retirement Checklist. If you could check all the boxes on the list, you may be ready for retirement. If not, J. Allen Financial can help. Get this checklist now at rhythmofretirement.com slash challenge. That's rhythmofretirement.com slash challenge.
5: J. Allen Financial offers insurance services. Investing involves risk. Investment advisory services offered only by duly registered individuals through AE Wealth Management, LLC, AEWM, AEWM, and JLN Financial are not affiliated companies.
1: Mike Overson here of Minnesota Home Talk. With today's housing market, buying a house is a competition. To win in a multiple offer situation, you have to work with a local lender who has the reputation of being 100 percent reliable. Come to the winning team. Get pre-approved for your loan by one of the top lenders in the nation, the Mike Overson Mortgage Team at Luminate Home Loans. We will help you win. Call me at 612 612- 202-8321. That's Mike Overson at 612-202-8321 or go to applywithmike.com.
2: find Arlis Cleveland LTD certified public accountants and consultants by going to accountingoffices.net or by simply calling 763-786-0639. That contact information again, accounting-offices.net or by simply calling 763-786-0639. You're listening to Cover Your Assets with Todd Rooker. Welcome back. So, you had a little time to think about that question, why would they ever want to teach anyone to seek financial independence? Well, think about this. If you're financially independent, you don't need anybody. You know, somebody says to you, yeah, hey, you've done a great job for us. You really have. And, you know, uh, we're happy to have you at this company. You make great money. You support your family. You've got a good life. But you know, we're going to need you to uh to travel out out of out of state uh, one one weekend a month, and we're also going to need you to uh to expand your territory out of town, and you're going to have to drive you know work outside of uh, the Twin City area uh during the week as well. And you're like, "Oh, um ugh. but you know. This paycheck you're getting is supporting your life, and you know this is what's putting your kids in in sports and and uh, you know uh, just just used it to to remodel the kitchen or build a deck or whatever. So what do you do? <laughs> you say, "Oh, okay, sounds good to me." How high would you like me to jump? But if you're financially independent, you got enough money. You can quit tomorrow. Then you say, ah, you know, that doesn't work for me. I I think I'm I'm going to do something else. You think that makes an employer happy? Huh? You think? Why would they ever want to help you become financially independent? When you are financially independent, you have the luxury to choose of your own accord, and nothing is necessarily going to force you into doing something because you're that strong. So, you know, I, I don't think I need to tell you that the government wants people to be needy because then they're easily controlled. And so the more you give them, the more dependence you create, the easier it is to control them. This is not a political statement. This is just a, 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 a truism, a reality. So, you know, if you're asking why nobody would ever want to do that, I, I I just told you. And it's not kinda, It's that's the way it is. So if that's true, then think about this. Charity, charity. It, 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 most often, most often, if you create dependency, and a lot of you out there are do-gooders. You wanna, you wanna save the world and you wanna help everybody. Well, I got news for you. If you've heard the analogy, teach somebody how to fish for life as opposed to giving them a meal and feeding them for a day, just remember something. Charity most often makes the giver or creates more satisfaction within the giver than it does the benefactor. In other words, somebody who's needy, when you give them stuff, who feels better after doing that? The person you gave the stuff to or you, the giver? I'll tell you right now. it's you, the giver. I mean, do does anybody ever feel happy about being in a position to have to accept charity? Is that something that you strive for? Are you dreaming of someday that you can uh, accept charity because you're so down on your luck that you need other people to sweep in and help you? Is that is that something that you dream of? So the reality is when that happens... They're not happy about it. They begrudgingly take your stuff because they need it, but all the while hate the fact that they're in this situation in the first place. That relates to people who are on welfare. That relates to, you've heard me talk about investment properties. Look, if you're a landlord, know this. No matter how many times you shake the hand of your tenant, hug them, slap the back, whatever, at the end of the day, spoken or unspoken, the very fact that you own the property and they don't, you're the landlord and they're not, that in and of itself creates animosity in human beings. That is an absolute. So the reality is we want to teach people how to succeed financially if we really want to help people. That's why a lot of the, the foundations or some of the, some of the good ones have stopped giving money arbitrarily because they know all it does is create more dependency. What they've instead done is decided to look at charitable donations as though they're angel investors on Shark Tank to say if we give you these things, what what are you going to do with it and how will you take yourself into a strong position and make something out of the things that you're given? That's a whole new perception on how to help folks from a charitable 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 situation and that makes way more sense to me Giving people something for nothing creates dependency. It doesn't really help anybody, and it sure doesn't help society in general. It just puts more people in this down-and-out compromise situation. Teach your kids that they want to create value and they want to get paid for it and that they should strive to succeed in life, but be conscious of if what you're doing, that that activity, doesn't make a lot of money, you might want to consider going in another direction. Somebody needs to finally stand up and teach people this. I'm aware there's a lot of virtuous things that maybe don't make a lot of money, but those maybe can be done by people who are in stronger financial situations. You want to save the world? If you're broke, the only thing you can do is give of your time. If you have resources, you have more leverage and you can accomplish more. Let's take another break. We'll be right back talking about why nobody ever teaches you about the importance of money and finance. We'll be right back. For more information, call Brian and his staff at 612-271-4047 or email Brian directly at brian at aholawoffice.com. Again, that number is 612-271-4047. Todd Rucker here to tell you about the most amazing jewelry store, Golden Treasures, on 805 Grand Avenue in St. Paul. I've known the owner, Todd Gimble, for almost 20 years now, and at Golden Treasures, not only do you get more for less, it's the experience that you and your special person will feel when you walk in the door. Todd truly puts his heart and soul into creating your experience with Regardless of how much money you spend, this is Todd's customer for life philosophy. Take it from me, there really is no other jewelry store. You can't go wrong with golden treasures in St. Paul. 651 227 2711. That's 651 227 2711.
6: Fix Auto has been the collision repair leader in the Twin Cities for over 40 years. Hi, I'm Matt Feehan, second generation owner. Our mission at Fix Auto is to provide you with the simplest collision repair experience anywhere. If you're in an accident and you need help, my team is here and ready for you. You can find us on the web at fixautousa.com. That's fixautousa.com. We are Fix Auto, home of the wow experience.
1: Do you know how your money might be taxed when you're retired? Discover what your future taxes could look like with a free guide called Take Charge of Your Taxes from Jim Bear at JLN Financial. See the updated tax brackets, current itemized deductions, and much more. Don't pay more in taxes than you have to. Get Take Charge of Your Taxes from Jim Bear at JLN Financial today. Download your copy at rhythmofretirement.com slash take charge of your taxes. That's rhythmofretirement.com slash take charge of your taxes.
5: J. Allen Financial is an independent financial services firm that utilizes a variety of investment and insurance products. Investment advisory services offered only by duly registered individuals through AE Wealth Management, LLC, AEWM. AEWM and J. Allen Financial are not affiliated companies. Neither the firm nor its agents or representatives may give tax advice.
7: Hi, I'm Kimberly Naibo with the Kimberly Naibo Insurance Agency, serving the community for over 27 years. People tend to be most concerned with price. That is, of course, until something goes wrong. Then the only thing they care about is their coverage. My experience enables me to uncover every available discount. I could save you up to 40% while still offering the proper coverage for the people you care about. Call today for a free review at 763-571-6111 or email me at kim at Kimnibo.com.
1: You're listening to Cover
2: Your Assets with Todd Rooker. Welcome back got a few minutes left here. We'll round out this thing here. How many of you have heard of golden handcuffs? Do you know what that means? It means that we have you. (laughs) That's what that means. So a, a point about that is that earned income, earned income. See, the world teaches you to seek earned income, to get a good job, make good money, and then that supports the lifestyle, and now you become needy for that income to support the lifestyle that you've created. And those are the golden handcuffs. Well, earned income is not wealth. It never will be. And I don't care if you make a half a million dollars a year in earned income. I don't care how big it is. See, and for most of you, that is wealth because that's all you understand. Wealth is created by the assets that you own. You want to own physical stuff. That's what creates wealth. But for most people, they don't even understand that. And so they are all about Earned income, and I'll just quickly tell you a story that illustrates this point perfectly as to why they don't teach you about how to become financially independent. When I first got started in the financial business, I remember that I was married to my wife, beautiful young lady, who wanted a house, wanted to have wanted to have a family, wanted to have babies, and I was early in the career, didn't know much of anything. And I remember so vividly being surprised by when I wanted to buy a house, how happy my manager was to help me qualify for that, frankly, big house payment that I couldn't afford and how he helped me qualify for the new car that I couldn't afford. And and I had to go and buy suits and clothes, things that I'd never wore that cost a lot of money that I didn't have. And I put them on credit. And I, and I remember thinking, gosh, how am I going to pay for this? And I, why is he so willing to help me? Well, now I understand. The goal was to get me in hock, get me in debt. So my rear end came to work and I performed and I produced. And that was a strategy because I watched him do it with a whole bunch of other people. Now, I'm not saying that my manager was a bad guy. It was just the way it was and probably the way it still is. Because once I got acclimated, once I qualified for that house payment and that payment came and had to be paid every month, there no way I'm changing careers or going in another direction. I am there, man. I am living and breathing that job because it's the only way I can keep my head above water and don't think for a moment that that wasn't a strategy. So that's the reality of things. And you know, I don't expect that what I've just said to you comes to you as any big surprise. I don't imagine that it does. Maybe just the fact that we're exploring it a little bit is interesting and a little intriguing. But the thing that you that you don't find is that people while they do know this at least on some level, they don't teach their kids this. That's the sad thing. Why not? And you know, and, and I'll tell you something else. That now that you've thought about this, and, and this is wow, amazing. Don't go wasting your time running around trying to convince other people of what we've just talked about. Because frankly, who cares? It just is. What you do instead is you focus on how to how to how to deal with this yourself and how to succeed yourself. Focus on that, and that will be the best teacher if you have kids, and to the other people around you, your family, whomever. So, you know, and, and so say to yourself, I will become a financial person. Learn the language of money and finance. And, you know, just because you're an MBA in the corporate setting doesn't mean you know anything about how to do that financial independence thing personally, you know, I make jokes about you speak 401k because you're conditioned in your job. Never mind the fact that you direct the, the, the management of a business from a financial perspective. You don't do it yourself because you're not conditioned to think that way. And you need to. You need to stop and think, how will I, me, personally, become financially independent? What are the things that I'm going to do, and I got news for you, folks. For most of you, your 401k is not going to do it. So what are the things that you're going to do? Open up your mind and say, I will become a financial person. And if all this conversation here has frustrated you and you've, you've, you've you, you, you maybe on some level agree with me. Maybe you completely disagree with me and that's okay too. But if you do agree with me on some level and this really just ticks you off, do something about it. Do something about it. Let it, let that drive you. And for certain, engender this in your kids, not to be angry at the world, but just to recognize that this is there. And then if you want to overcome it as an individual, then you've got to first recognize what you're up against because the world doesn't condition you to think this way. And I don't need, you don't need to go far to figure that out. So when you do begin to focus on creating financial independence, there is no question that you become somewhat of a unicorn in society and the things that you say and think about are going to be very different than most of the people you grew up with, your family and friends. Now, that may not be true. Maybe you are fortunate in so much is that your circle of, of family and friends are this way, in which case you have so much more potential not because you're smarter, because you think different. And if you go back and you listen to one of the recent shows that I did on mindset, you'll hear more of this same thing. But this is just to say, here's what you're up against. Why doesn't anybody tell you this stuff? Why did it take so long for you to learn it? Well, this is why. So you've got to expand your mind. You've got to think differently. And if it bothers you that it's this way, it ticks you off. Well, then again, do something about it. Let it drive you to become more and let no one stop you. In fact, relish the fact that Others are not doing it and that you're unique and that you will go out and find ways to become financially independent. Now, whether that's that you're going to invest in in paper, whether that means you're going to create a business that's going to do that for you, whether that means you're going to invest in real estate or whether that means that you have the financial acumen to invest in other people's independent companies. However you choose to do it, I honestly don't care. But you do have to have a focus on it and you do have to have a mindset. And if you don't have that, well, then we don't need to waste time talking about the rest. But just know that you're up against this. And just by virtue of knowing, of the knowing of it, that should drive you to do more. And if it doesn't, well, then you're the hamster on the hamster wheel and you and everybody else can hold hands and, and you know, do what you do. But if you want to do more then this is how you do it. I hope this is helpful. Um, uh, uh, I'll, I'll close by telling you, in, in the last company that I created and sold, it was a financial company, uh, I knew the things that I told you. And I took salespeople who created their own leads, who sold their own products, who handled all the paperwork, everything start to finish, and I brought them to work for me. I paid them 50% on the sale of a product that they were earning previously, but sound like a tough sell, by the way? Oh yeah, it was a tough sell, but here's the thing. I created the leads for them. I had people who handled all the paperwork for them. All they did was sell all day long, and here's what I knew. By providing that to them in short order, they became utterly dependent on that system and they forgot They forgot how to do everything else. And once that happened, I was in complete control. And no longer was it about the individual, amazing superstar salespeople. It was about a system that I created. And consequently, I sold that company for infinitely more than others in the same industry because I had a system that was more valuable than the individual. If that sounds like something you don't want done to you... (laughs) Well, then you know what to do, right? Have a great week, everybody. Bye-bye.
0: This has been a paid program. The views expressed are not necessarily those of the management or ownership of Score North, KSTP AM 1500.
3: To be your best every day, you need proven quality sleep every night. Science proves your best sleep is vital to your mental, emotional, and physical health. And that's where the sleep number bed comes in. And let me tell you, ever since I've had it, my Sleep IQ score is just going higher and higher and higher.